0: So it's been about a full week, you guys, since I took delivery of my Tesla Model S. Look, I've been waiting for this car for about eight and a half years. I uh, was granted an extended test drive of the first Roadster back at CES a little over eight years ago and have fell in love with the vehicle, the technology the uh, purpose and the mission of the company ever since. What I wanted to do today was kind of give everyone a truly unbiased review of expectation versus reality and an understanding really of what it's like to make that switch from a uh, internal combustion engine to a vehicle that is 100% all-electric it's a learning curve for sure it's an interesting experience we've done two road trips with the uh, model s and let me tell you something range anxiety is is real but all that being said first and foremost believe the hype Um, driving a performance all-electric vehicle is truly a joy And I do believe that the future is here now and is within financial reach of the majority of society. Now, I record this the same day that Porsche released and unveiled their Taycan, um, which looked phenomenal. Great looking vehicle. It's a... outside of the scope of something that I would purchase at this particular time. I believe the uh, starting price was around $185,000. But all that being said, the momentum that's happening out there in the automotive industry that more and more major manufacturers, Ford, Porsche, uh, Hyundai, uh and others like them, right, are making 100% electric vehicles. Uh, Tesla is really the uh, the foundation of all that, being able to, to create a vehicle that looks good, performs good, is reliable, uh and, and, is, and is really meeting the, the needs and the, the wants and desires of a lot of folks that are in uh, car buying mode at this particular time. So, another thing I guess I want to say is, you know, I have used to be more active on Twitter, but lately uh, I haven't been as active. I seem to send out more rant tweets and... <laughs> I sent a tweet to Mr. Elon Musk himself stating that, and I quote and say, the product is awesome, however, the acquisition process is brutal. Uh, And what I mean by this is that Tesla is definitely and I believe consciously trying to be the Apple of the car industry. You know what I mean by that, right? They've always been perceived uh, as a unique and kind of status symbol with Apple products. You know, you you kind of get what you pay for when you drop a ton of cash on a MacBook or an iPhone versus a comparable Windows laptop or an Android phone. And I really believe that's kind of the same experience, aura that uh, Tesla is trying to... Uh, prevail as well with their online ordering, their dealerships or not dealerships, their showrooms, you you walk in and most of the time folks are smiling, Uh, there's there's really not a lot of pressure in terms of uh, buying at the showrooms because they figure you're coming in, you're already either one, aware of most of the technology or you're just coming in because you're curious about the technology and, and the fact that you can go home, log on to Tesla.com, place your drop $2,500 on your credit card to, to hold a vehicle after you find one. That, that starts the process, and then depending on if it's being built or if it's a used vehicle, in about uh, two weeks, you, you got a car. However, in actual practice, it's a pain. Financing with Tesla uh, is currently in flux. Um, there is, There was an option to use Tesla financing. Now I'm hearing that they're halting that ability, so third-party financing or outright cash payment is required. Who knows? That may change because, again, in the time that I've taken delivery of my vehicle, in the time that I'm recording this, Tesla now has Tesla insurance. And... I'll say that for another episode, but yes, I signed up for that, and you know, so far so good. But uh, I gave you a little more insight on my experience with that. Uh, Buying newer use uh, kind of gets you assigned to different delivery advisor teams, as they call them. But still, the lack of you know kind of timely communication between you, the consumer, and those teams can be frustrating. Now, no, when I say timely communication, bear in mind that when you're dropping anywhere from, let's say, forty to $90,000 on a vehicle that you've probably never seen, more likely never driven, you as a consumer kind of want to be kept in the loop daily during that process. It doesn't matter if you're having a new vehicle build or if you're getting used one that you saw on the Tesla website. That's kind of where the process breaks down because there's still a lot of back-end administrative and operational things that need to happen, right? So you're, you you solidify your financing, you upload all of your your documentation to the, your portal, uh, your insurance stuff, your when you make that initial payment, uh, just a lot of things happen without a feedback mechanism as you're providing a lot of information to the company and then probably 72 hours before you're expected to get, take delivery that's when you get phone calls, that's when you get the emails saying your vehicle is ready come pick it up uh, at the factory which again you gotta plan for that. I live in Roseville Thirty miles north of Sacramento, uh, here in Northern California, and I had to go pick my vehicle up at the factory down in Fremont, which is in the Bay Area. Uh, I always love going to the Bay Area. No, no, don't get me wrong on that, but uh, I had a one-way train ticket from Sacramento to Fremont, and then Uber over to the factory. So those types of logistics, right? Those are the kind of things that you've got to plan for. You got to be, you got to be be cognizant of to uh, take delivery of your vehicle. Now it may be different if I was getting a brand new vehicle as opposed to a used one. You know, they probably could have if they had it at the service center here in Rockland, which is not too far from me. But then again, that would have been a two thousand dollar transfer charge from the factory up to here, so I'm not going to pay $2,000 to have a vehicle shipped up here on the truck when I can pay $30 for a one-way ticket on Amtrak to go down there and and pick it up. Look, right uh, thus far, right, all, what is this, 15 minutes of this podcast have seemed like they've been negative, but really everything about my car my model s 75d is phenomenal i i love the vehicle i love the car i love everything about it uh, i wouldn't i am not going back to a gas powered car again i don't at least i don't foresee it in, in my uh, in my near future i i love laughing as I pass by gas stations and just think that I will never have to do that again in my foreseeable future. I plug the car in at home at night, uh, and I have 259 miles of range, and that gets me everywhere I need to be for an extended period of time since my commute is is relatively short. Um <clears throat> Heck, I've got my parents going on a test drive Model 3 later on this week. They sat in my car and were uh, completely uh, floored by the experience and by the capabilities. So who knows, I may get a chance to use my uh, referral code on them. More to come, you guys. Uh, I had my... First experience at the service center today. I'm actually recording this while my vehicle is at the service center. There were a couple of things when I got it that I wanted to to have addressed. And, you know, they're covering that uh, without any additional charge. And I'll record an episode to let you guys know what what that experience was and is like um, in in terms of scheduling an an event for service to the app. Taking it down there and how long it takes, um, and then kind of again what that experience is after I pick the vehicle up. So so stay tuned for that. Look, give me an email, uh, hit me up on Twitter at James Hicks, email me at James at HicksNewMedia.com if you got any questions. I think I'm going to be doing more and more episodes around electronic vehicles heavily towards Tesla obviously but I think just around this whole EV phenomenon that's happening and the fact that it's catching on I'm, I'm loving that fact so I really want to be a collaborative effort here and not just be someone pushing inf- information that is slanted look I'm going to tell you the good I'm going to tell you the bad I'm going to tell you the pros and the cons of, of what I'm going to as I experience them as well Um, And if you've got any questions, if you're on the fence of uh, purchasing one of these vehicles, uh, I'll answer any questions that uh, I may be able to answer for you. That being said, thanks again, you guys, for tuning in. James Hicks here from Hicks New Media. We are on infotainmentnews.net. Hit me up on Twitter, like I said, Facebook, all those social platforms, and we will talk soon. Be well.